we hear what you're saying, Lord. And Lord, over these next few minutes, I pray that you would come. Break every chain. Holy Spirit, that you would shine your light into our hearts. Bring your truth. Bring your freedom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to be very brief this morning. Can I ask you to just pause, Delia? Thank you so much. Um, the devil is our enemy. And he comes, the Bible says, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. In fact, it says more than that. It says he comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the enemy is very sly. He's the father of lies. And so he doesn't come in an obvious way. He doesn't come and scare us. He comes alongside us and he whispers, I can satisfy you. I can meet your needs. Just do it my way and you'll have a lot more fun or joy or satisfaction. But Jesus is in this place this morning. And Jesus is the way. And he is the truth. And he is the life. And he said, I have come that you may have life. come to destroy the works of the evil one. Sorry. The Lord is here with his power this morning and he's going to deliver people. So, one thing that God has given us as people, and I know this is going to sound very non-spiritual and very scientific all of a sudden, but 
But I feel that the Lord wants to expose this and, and it's going it's to shine his light on a lie that have held many, if not most of us, captive for a long time. I have not prepared this. You can ask Mike. He was preaching this morning. He came all the way from Wellington to preach. But listen, because the Lord is speaking. Your brain and my brain secretes a hormone. I think it's a hormone. It's called dopamine. Have you heard of it? It's that substance that when it is secreted into your brain, it gives you a feeling of, like a feeling of contentment, of happiness, of pleasure. It's like when you eat a whole chocolate bar. Or when I go and surf a wave and I get up and it's like, you know, that feeling, that thrill. For those of you who are married, it's that feeling like when you are having sex. That rush, that satisfaction, that fulfillment. That is what dopamine does in your brain. And God gave it to us because He's a good and a kind and a loving God. And in every experience of life, when we see a beautiful flower, when we watch a sunrise, when we stand outside and we feel the wind in our face, that our brain secretes a bit of dopamine. And we feel and we enjoy and we experience the pleasure of God through His creation. But the problem is, is the enemy knows about this too. And so he wants to abuse this. And what he does is he gives us things that cause our brain to secrete a lot at once of dopamine. For example, drugs. And people have a, a high. Have you heard of that? For example, computer games, flashing lights and music and stuff on a screen. I don't know if you've ever seen, I've watched my sons play computer games. And one of them in particular stands in front of the screen and he literally can do this. And he can do that for two hours. And he's wearing a jacket. He doesn't even know he's wearing it. And he's sweating. And he's this. And, and he's going. And when I say it's time to turn the screen off, it's oh! Why? Because the stimulation is causing dopamine to be secreted in amounts that is giving extreme pleasure. Another very powerful cause of dopamine being secreted into your brain is pornography. When people watch that, it is like they think and they feel like they are having sex. Except they are giving nothing. They are just 
receiving, taking, and dopamine is excreted into the brain. And there's that rush. But what happens is when we, are, when we experience that kind of volume of intensity is our brain starts to build up the level at which it becomes stimulated. So it needs to protect itself a little bit because there's too much of it, and so it builds walls against the dopamine. I'm not a scientist, but this is what happens. And so the result of these intense, large outpourings of it means that it builds up defenses against it so that only that amount of dopamine will result in the sensation of pleasure or joy. And what happens is all of the beautiful things that are supposed to trigger just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, you don't even feel it anymore. And you need to seek after the next high, the next rush, the next large volume in order to feel any pleasure or joy at all. And so in giving you that, the enemy has stolen from you your joy. And so we become depressed. We wake up and and we need to somehow, every one of you know, when you're tempted, maybe you just need to look at your phone. Because it's the same thing with a WhatsApp message popping up, or another Facebook thing, or a, a, a like, or a, whatever it is on your Instagram. It's the thing that, it gives you that little ding, and the dopamine goes, boom, and, and you feel, ah. Oh, and you need it, and you need it. And we all have become like addicts. Seeking our comfort, seeking our joy, seeking our pleasure from these things. And when we put them aside for a while, we go into like a withdrawal. And so the enemy tempts us, come back, come back, get some more, get some more. And then when we do it, we feel shame and dirty. And we feel, God, I've let you down again. And slowly but surely, we begin to live a joyless and God lists life because our shame drives us away from Him. And we don't feel like we can participate with Him in the Word. And, 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 and reading the Word becomes boring because where's the dopamine? It's not like when I look at my screen or when I do these things. It's like sugar. I used to eat one or two chuckles. And I got to the place where I could eat a whole packet of chuckles. 
How do you feel when you've eaten a whole packet of chuckles? Sick. Disappointed with yourself. Fat. Flabby. The next morning you wake up, everything is aching. You slept badly. You, you, you didn't drink enough water for the sugar amount, whatever. And you, it's time for breakfast. And what's the first thing you want? Chuckles. But if you live on a diet of chuckles, you're going to become very overweight, sick, tired. You won't be able to even walk a few steps without pain. You get what I'm saying? And it's the same thing. And many of us this morning are sitting here in this room and we are bound. We are bound. The Bible says that the, 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 the cords of sin, they bind us. They wrap us up. And we, we are bound by our own sin, by our own habits, by the lifestyle that we've adopted, by listening to the enemy and believing him and going for the things that give us that comfort. Now, all of you know what I'm talking about, and you think about the reason why you go back to that thing, whatever it is. For some, it might be pornography. For others, it might be going to the fridge. For others, it might be spending time watching something. This is not condemnation this morning. Freedom is coming. But many of you are, are, are thinking, but I've, for years, I haven't been able to get out of this thing. What's the difference this morning? And the answer is, there's only one who can set us free. Jesus said, if I set you free, you will be free indeed. And what he wants you to realize this morning is that when you feel empty and when you feel down and when you feel the need to be filled, when you feel that need for that comfort, for that, that, that input, he says, come to me. All you who are weary and heavily laden, come to me. Don't go to the dopamine fix. Don't go to the sin. Don't go to the enemy. Come to me and I will give you rest and peace and life and joy and fulfillment. Did you hear all the words this morning? Remember, Israel, the Lord will discipline you so that you come back to him. Don't be comfortable in your shell. The Lord is coming to break that shell, to release you.
this morning. And how? How do you retrain your brain? How do you bring the walls down again? Those walls that have been built up so that you can't feel anything. You can't concentrate on anything until you get your next fix. How? The answer is, Jesus was with his disciples the one day. And the disciples tried to pray for somebody to free them from a demon. And they tried and they tried and they tried to cast it out, but it wouldn't come out. Have any of you ever experienced that with sin? You've tried again and again and again, and you can't. You can't break free. You can't. And they come to Jesus and they said, why can't we? And Jesus says, hold on. And he goes to the person, he tells the demon, get out, and out it goes. And the disciples are there like, why couldn't we? And he says, this type comes out only by prayer and fasting. And so this morning, we're calling a fast. We're calling a fast of everything that you go to for your fix. We're calling a fast of sin. That thing that has been binding you today is the end. Today, you're going to say, no more. Today, I'm going to walk free. Today, I'm going to be a mole that climbs out of its hole, and I'm going to stand in the light. I'm not going to hide anymore. Today, I'm going to be that little animal, and I'm going to climb out of that shell, and I'm going to be like, Lord, step on that shell and destroy it, because I need you. I don't need that thing for my satisfaction, for my comfort. And today, the light of God is going to break the darkness that you've been held in. My family and I are about to go on a holiday. We're going for a week and a bit. We're going to go to J-Bay. We're going to watch Nathania surf in a competition there and support her. And we, for the first holiday in our lives... And you know what I've been going through in terms of things I've been watching, YouTube, etc. We aren't taking any screens with us. No iPads, no devices, nothing. We're going on a two-week fast as an entire family. No computer games, no nothing. It's going to be awesome. And the little brains and the big brains are going to have a chance to recover and for the walls to come down. And I want to ask you to join us in that fast. It might not be screens for you. It might be something else. But today the Lord wants to come and deliver and restore and heal. Okay. And now we're going to make room for Jesus to come. Could you just close your eyes with me?
Lord, we want to be free. The Lord says that if we will repent of our sins, if we will confess our sins, that he will forgive us and he will cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. And I want to ask you right now, would you confess your sins to him? Would you come to him and say, Jesus, I confess and you just tell him what it is. Do it right now. The devil might be saying to you that it's too late. It's never too late. If you can hear these words today, it's not too late. It's not too late. Today, as you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Soften your heart and say, God, forgive me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Lord Jesus, come and set me free. Draw me close to you. Never let me go.
And I ask all the elders and wives to come to the front, please. Mike, Eddie, Clarence, if you guys could come forward, please. All the elders and wives, please come. Yeah, Luan, please, please come and join us, guys. have a picture of what it would look like if a father came into a room and his child was being abused that father would come in and he would just he would just break whoever it is that was hurting his child and Jesus is here like that this morning and what I want to ask you to do is if you are in chains, you're in bondage, I want you to come and let us pray for you and Jesus is going to break everything that is holding you back I don't want you to be shy, I want you to be bold, I want you to respond to the word that God has spoken this morning, so come come to the front, come, let us pray for you I expect most of us will come most of us, come